I V M. BQ Big Decisions, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. Hello, and thanks for listening in. This is BQ Big Decisions, and I'm Alex Matthew. I want you to consider a hypothetical situation. Two of your neighbors are in need of money. It just so happens that they both require the exact same amount, and you're only going to be able to lend money to one of them. Who would you give money to? Assuming that you don't owe them any favors, you'd obviously want to know which of the two would most likely pay you back on time. So you set out to find out any information that you can get about whether they're good for the money. In other words, you first try to find out if they're creditworthy. Now, banks and other financial institutions do this too. So, when it comes to giving out loans, it's not decided on a first-come, first-served basis, and that, in a sense, is the topic of today's conversation. One of the ways that banks decide whether you're creditworthy is to ask organizations called credit bureaus to provide what is called a credit score. My guest today is Sujata Alawat. Vice President and Head Direct to Consumer at TransUnion Sibyl, India's leading credit information company. Thanks so much for joining me, Sujata. Thanks for having me over, Alex. All right, let's uh, get down to the meat of the conversation and the most important question, really: What is a credit score? Uh, a credit score uh, can be considered as a numeric summary of your credit profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a number that ranges from three hundred to nine hundred. Uh, it's made basis. So if you really see what goes into a credit profile, uh, banks submit your repayment history of various loans and cards that you've taken to us. Okay. That forms the entire credit report. Okay. So uh, basically every time you take a loan that or you've taken in the past as well, that's submitted to the credit bureaus. Okay. And for the ease of understanding, bureaus have match logic uh, and basis that we generate a credit score. Okay. So a civil score ranges from 300 to 900. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, the closer it is to 900, the better it is. Okay. Uh, and the banks then use it as one of the criterias to underwrite and you know look into the credit profile of a consumer. Okay. So if I understand this correctly, you get information from banks and other financial institutions, yeah. and you use uh, you know this process that you have that is standard for everybody, uh, where you determine what somebody's credit worthiness is. It comes up to a score that is between three hundred and nine hundred, and the higher that you are, the better that it is. Absolutely. All right. Now, but how is this determined, and what is the information that you look at per se? Yeah. So uh, there are basically four major uh, parts that form a credit score. So one obviously is the repayment history. Okay. So whether you're paying back on time, mm. uh, are you paying your installments and credit card uh, bills on the date they are due? Sure. Uh, the second big piece also is the amount of credit that you're taking. You know, uh, we know an old saying where don't bite more than what you can chew. Yeah. So in terms of the mixes that you have, are you taking credit frequently? Mm. Uh, that is another important part. A right mix of secured and unsecured um, loan types uh, mm. that forms a part of the credit uh, score as well. So, just to point out, a, a home loan in this situation would be secured, and a credit card would be unsecured. That's right. Okay. That's right. So, these are the factors that really impact uh, your credit score. And the number of inquiries as well. So, are you really frequently applying for credit? Mm. That has a marginal impact on the credit score as well. Okay. So, I have uh, a question. If you don't have debt. 
Yeah. And if you've never, you know, applied for a credit card or you don't have a credit card, and, uh, do you then have a credit score? So somebody who does not have any kind of credit history will not have a score. So okay. we return uh, what we call as a minus one number okay. back to the back to the individual. So hmm. uh, obviously you need to have some kind of credit history. You know, and, and what does that minus one number indicate? Uh, it indicates that the, there's no record that has been form, uh, found in the bureau for that individual. Okay, and and how do banks and other financial institutions react to this number? So, uh, so basically, the way to look at it, obviously, you know, for an individual to build his credit history, you need some bit of credit profile yeah, as well. So yeah. there are different loan types that a individual can go for mm. to build a credit history. Uh, the most, uh, you know, common being a consumer durable loan. Sure. So when you really go to one of these stores, buy a phone on installment, there you can start building your credit history. Okay. And that's an easy way to do that. Uh, the different secured cards that banks offer as well. Okay. So, uh, to build a score, you at least need six months of history. Sure. So these are two good ways to start building a credit profile. Uh, and post that, obviously, banks are open to, you know, considering uh, other factors that are there. So, so I have a doubt. Uh, suppose you've applied for a credit card, okay? And you've, you've gotten, therefore, you've gotten a credit card from, an, uh, from a bank. Uh, you've got a certain amount of uh, leeway in terms of spending. Um, but you've never spent. And you've just made the relevant payment on the maintenance of the card. Do you then still have a credit history? You would have a credit history okay. because the banks would report it as an open card. Okay. Uh, so, okay. And you're making it. You're making payments uh, for whatever is due on time as well. Because interestingly, I actually saw a situation like this. Um, a, a colleague of mine who has an 840 score. So I was curious because that person had not missed any payments, and that person had a maintenance fee. And I understand that each case is different, but yeah. I was just curious where did that 60 go? So out of 900. He's got a score of 840. He has a credit card or had a credit card on which he never borrowed. Yeah. So I was trying to understand the methodology. So the way to look at this, Alex, basically uh, a credit score is about your behavior, right? Sure. How have you done in the past to ensure how will you do in, you know, in future? So if you really had to ask me what are the steps that you need to do to get to 900, that's not possible. Okay. But the fact is... Uh, he had a, you know, he had a good credit profile. Yeah. The way I look at this is he had a good credit profile. He's not over leveraging himself. But at the same time, the track, which is there, like I said, the different factors that hmm. impact, hmm. right, mix of loans, right? right? Here, what I see is only a credit card. Ah. So uh, the different factors that go into it, but obviously repayment becomes an extremely important part of this entire uh, understood, you know, payment and, and that's the key aspect. Absolutely. There. All right. Now I, I do want to get into um, the next bit, which is uh, why is a credit score important? Mm -hmm. um, is it the first thing that a bank? Is it the first port of call for a bank, uh, especially when you're uh, talking about, say, a home loan or a larger loan? Uh, you know, whether or not to take up a customer is that something that banks do? Yeah. So uh, when you look at an importance of a credit score, I would kind of break it up into two parts. One is at the time of taking a loan. Uh, obviously, when the banks start looking at uh, filtering this, you know, kind of applications that they get, mm. a high credit score obviously helps. Uh, different banks have different uh, score cutoffs. Okay. So uh, definitely, I think that's an important factor that, a bank's, the, the, that the banks consider to take uh, to sanction a loan application. Mm. But they definitely go deeper post that. Okay. So once you've said that, okay, meet the 
the applicant meets a, uh, the cut off cut off yeah then they go into seeing what kind of loans that he has what uh-huh. kind of repayment uh, track that he has hmm. is he over leveraged for a particular loan hmm. uh, those are the factors that really impact is that information that you provide or is it it's, okay, it's also- so the way to look at it a score uh, is just one part of the entire uh, credit Report. profile yeah. so uh, i would probably take a step back to kind of explain what are the fact what are the features that are there in a individual's credit profile sure. so you have the credit score hmm. obviously which is the headline. easy to understand That's I mean, for headline. me, you know, if I have to monitor, like, okay, I have a higher score. Yeah, I, I'm good at it. But then, obviously, the other factors that I need to see. Yeah. The credit report becomes extremely important sure. as well. Sure. Credit report basically will have all the uh, the loans that I've ever taken, whether it's the past or my active loans. Uh, what is my repayment month on month on those? Yeah. Uh, it also consider has my personal information that okay. the bank submit. Right. So. Uh, whether every time i apply for a loan the personal information that i have given for a is loan updated. application is updated as well sure uh you have inquiries which are there as well so when i or the individuals who are monitoring they definitely need to look at all the features which are there sure and now coming back to your previous point where you said the importance obviously yeah. at the time of loan application is extremely important uh but the banks also prefer, uh, give preferential interest rates to individuals who have a high score Understood. because that's the easiest way to understand he's a good credit profile which goes back to our hi- hypothetical situation where you have two neighbors and both of them looking for money the person who's more creditworthy gets a better score absolutely uh, and the better rate of interest uh absolutely but i just to add something to that uh, obviously credit score would be considered but what would also be considered is the income because uh, ah so yes. you don't want somebody so, so say if there were two individuals with the same score uh income and expenses become an extreme so debt to income ratio becomes extreme so what important. you said in terms of your headline credit score being uh, something that gets your foot in the door yeah uh, you have several other factors that determine whether or not and what rate you get on the absolutely. loan that you take absolutely um now i do want to understand um in terms of uh, how often uh, do you periodically update uh, the credit score and the information that you uh, collect on individuals is is there some periodicity that is maintained yeah so uh, the banks submit the data on a regular basis so rbi kind of mandates bank to submit on a regular basis monthly uh, submission definitely happens sure. that that's been happening now banks have actually gotten into a fortnightly cycle some of the public sector banks are also doing at a weekly basis as well mm. so every time data gets uh, updated in the credit report your credit score gets calculated so it's at its point in time understood now i do want to understand you said that the headline number is important uh, just to understand what your your score that in essence is the credit score what according to you and you said also that uh, each bank or financial institution has their own cut off yeah. but there must be a range right what is good and what is bad and how do you read your credit score yeah so the way we look at credit score is uh, there's definitely a score for every individual yeah. right while yeah. uh, you know historically anything above 730 725 is considered good as well out of 900 out of 900 but the way banks lend so like you said you know if an individual applies for a bank and does not get through one of the banks you should mm. also look at opportunities with multiple financial institutions sure. so the institutions who uh, lend to somebody who has a lower score as well yeah uh, but anything above i would say 725 definitely uh, 725 to 730 is a mm. positive uh, 
way to look at it. Okay. Now, you've talked about the various sources of, of, of the information that you collect, uh, but there are also financial institutions out there who are now starting to look at things that are very, very different from what you're looking at, right? You're looking at credit history, you're looking at payment, uh, uh, his, payment behavior, but these institutions I know uh, are looking at your behavior on social media. They're looking at uh, the kind of food that you're ordering outside and the number of times that you're ordering outside, what your history is on the internet in terms of what you search for. Yeah. Do you think that that's relevant in terms of determining whether or not somebody is credit worthy? So the way uh, you know I look at it is obviously credit history is important, but uh, the social element of it, because like we said, we have new more and more uh, young people coming back into the credit cycle. Yeah. So uh, somebody who doesn't have a score, you know, in, how do you lend to those uh, individuals as well? Right. So the social profile obviously becomes extremely important. They are multiple sources that they're looking at. Uh, your uh, behavior on internet really talks about what is your, uh, so if I really had to say that, say diligence as an example, sure. you're really looking at, uh, you know, you're surfing a lot of sites, which talks about how to, uh, you know, ensure that you uh, maintain, you build a new credit history. Sure. So obviously that, that kind of uh, profiling comes in where you know that this person is diligent and is looking to do something, uh, you know, positive. positive. Yeah. Likewise, uh, when you look at from a sources of income, if the person is regularly spending a lot, uh, mm. you know, regularly spending a lot on, uh, Entertainment, entertainment, yeah. or for that matter, uh, you know, when you look at uh, you, you also can measure the spends, uh, the capability that an individual has. Sure. So I feel these are important for a from somebody who's new to credit. I think these are important sources to see, uh, you know, to, to judge. Judge might be a wrong word. In fact, to figure out uh, how the person is behaving, you know, and what we have seen, uh, it was probably linking back to an earlier um, question that you had. It's not just for loans. Companies are now considering credit scores for jobs as well. Ah, okay. Because the behavioral part becomes extremely important to judge how uh, one is uh, intent becomes extremely important. Sure. So what, through a credit report, we can judge capability, hmm. intent and intent as well. So, and also leverage, right? Absolutely. Yeah, leverage absolutely. is important and it's something absolutely. that a lot of modern companies are looking at. Absolutely. Uh, and it's looked at globally as well. That's right. So. I do want to understand now, uh, there are other credit bureaus. Um, and there are a few other credit bureaus that operate uh, in India. Uh, I want to understand whether there's a disparity uh, in the way that they look at information. Uh, and can you potentially have two very different credit scores yeah. on two different credit bureaus? Yeah. So uh, I would not call it disparity. Difference, yes, because uh, every bureau has their own scoring logic, sure. which has evolved over a period of time. Mm. So uh, the way to look at it is when we started our scoring logic, you know, uh, Sybil, uh, TransUnion Sybil has, is the oldest bureau. Sure. So over a period of time, we've kind of worked on the scoring logic. Uh, so every bureau has a different scoring logic, mm. and hence you can have different scores. Uh, at the same time, when you look at the information which is reported mm. now from the banks, right, while banks are mandated to offer the same uh, and report the same credit information to everybody. There's certain information by virtue of being the oldest, which are available, which might not be available in a certain bureau. Mm. Uh, so to your point, yes, uh, individuals can have different uh, credit scoring, uh, different credit scores across bureaus. Mm. Uh, and hence, it's, it's important that you monitor banks also for underwriting, uh, while majority of the banks use Sybil, because, you know, we've been a part of the policy. Uh, 
it it's like i said it's individual uh, you know bureau scoring logic and hence it could be different across bureaus as well the other question is can a credit score go wrong the answer would could be yes hmm. it can go wrong hmm. i think like you said credit scoring basically summarizes the information that is available in a report yeah so if so the information is wrong it's wrong or uh, so and the way uh, bureau works is you know you consolidate the information submitted by the bank hmm. so when we look from a monitoring perspective like i said it's even if you're not looking for a loan it's very very important to monitor your credit report right. and if you see a discrepancy in the credit report mm. it's very important to dispute it so sure. uh, at civil you know we offer a free so the entire dispute resolution system is offered uh, free to a consumer okay. so every time you monitor and you see a discrepancy in your account uh, you know you should definitely raise a dispute right so yes there could be instances where because of the information which is there the uh, you know the score might be different and this is uh, it's also important to note that if a bank uh, say is offering you a particular rate of return based on uh, your credit score and yeah. they point out that hey your credit score is only 670 and therefore or 720 like you yeah. said um that it's important if you think that it's too low that you should have a conversation with uh, with sibyl and say okay this is information that um, i think is relevant that you should also consider right absolutely in fact not just when uh, you're applying to a bank you should monitor your credit profile on a regular basis on an ongoing, re- basis. ongoing basis uh and if there's any kind of information mismatch uh, you you can write in fact like you said it's a completely automated system that we've created yeah uh, as soon as you see something um, which might not which you think is not right you can dispute right there online and we send it back to the banks for correction all right um, now i i do want to understand this now i i understand this from the perspective of a company and a rating uh, that companies have on debt and i think that that's the same case with individuals and their credit score yeah uh, you can lose your credit score very quickly you can go from an 850 straight down to a 600 if you miss a payment and that can happen overnight but i would think that it takes a little while to build yourself back up to a yeah. very good score is yeah. that right and how do you go about doing it uh, that's absolutely right so i think uh, building a score requires discipline and patience okay uh, so the various ways that you can help build a score one is regularize your payments okay. right i think that's a very important part that you know you need to ensure all your uh, outstandings are cleared uh, you know make sure you pay back on time because like i said your behavior determines your behavior in future so yes. you know you need to regularly show that you're paying back on time if you think you're over leveraged if there are too many loans that you're taking consolidate those loans mm. close out as many as you can uh, that that's extremely important do not apply so you know that you know your score has become low and consumers tend to apply to multiple places right yes. inquiries uh, the multiple inquiries make sure you're not applying to um, multiple places multiple yeah. places so i think these are the three four big things that an individual can do Uh, to ensure they come back on track from uh, the perspective of yeah. of uh, sibyl and and uh, credit information bureau how long uh, do you give or uh, in in the sense what i'm trying to get at is suppose somebody has started becoming more regular uh, mm-hmm. in in their payments how long does it take for that score to go back to what it was yeah so alex that depends on where is that individual coming from mm-hmm. so if you talk about somebody who was a 650 uh, or really low who has a written off account that will take time mm. but then you have people who have a couple of missed payments which could be uh, not just because you couldn't pay but you've forgotten you've forgotten yeah, yeah. so i mean anywhere between uh, i would say uh, you know 6 to uh, 12 months but if your profile is like really really yeah, low uh, you know that takes time mm. because obviously uh, what happens here is uh, 
somebody who had a really low credit score, you need credit to build credit. Yes. I mean, that that's the most important thing, Correct. right? You need to look at avenues where somebody would be open to lending to you to build that credit profile as well. Understood. So somebody who has a low credit score, maybe it was not intentional, but you know, you're going through a bad phase in life. Mm. Uh, close out all of that. Go in for a, say, a secured loan. Yeah. A bank is more open to giving a secured Se- loan, yeah. even if it's a low credit profile. Show, you know, pay back on time. Mm. And there's definitely no reason why you can't build your score again. Understood. All right. I, I think that uh, more or less covers all the aspects of uh, a credit score. Just one last question in terms of a doubt that I had. Uh, I think many years back, somebody told me that your bill payments on a mobile phone, uh, you know, can also be taken into account when you're when you're getting your credit score. Is that right? Uh no. So, right. so uh, that's a fallacy. That's yeah. But the way to look at it to what you just said some time back, I think that is definitely a way to look at alternate data ah, that everybody's looking yes. at. So uh, currently the credit bureaus, uh, by law, you know, we can, we only have credit data, ah, but and that's provided by the by banks, banks and, right? Yeah. So, but telecom companies actually, uh, are, uh, you know, uh, they are members as well. Yeah. So I would flip it around to say that if your credit score is good, your, uh, the limit that you have on your mobile phone could be dependent on that. Interesting. All right. So, on that note, I'd like to thank you so much, Sajatha, for joining me on this conversation. Thanks, Alex. Uh, and like I said, you know, cred score takes time to build. Hmm. Be patient, be disciplined and monitor your score regularly. Well, that's the message coming in from Sujata. Uh, thank you so much for listening into this conversation. I hope that it helped you out and that you know a little bit more about credit scores than you did before you started listening. Thanks so much for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great weekend. If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Pesa Vesa, hosted by Anupam Gupta. Advertising is Dead, hosted by Varun Dugirala. The Ronnie Screwwala Podcast, hosted by Ronnie Screwwala, or Cyrus Says, hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IVM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A-game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me, Zarina Poonawala, to feel empowered in all genres of life. From behavioral skills to management skills, from health to relationships, from mental well-being to emotional well-being, And of course, your finances. I've got you covered with these tips and tricks from me, Zarina, and true life stories from my amazing guests. You're bound to bring your purest to the table. Tune in to the Empowering Series with Zarina Punawala every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app, website, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope you enjoyed that show. We'd like to thank our sponsors this week, HDFC Life and Paytm Money. If you have a brand and you think that podcasting would work well for you and your brand, then please do get in touch with you. We are always looking for new brands to bring on board. And let me tell you a couple of things that you should check out this week. On IVM Likes is Abbas's last episode as an IVM staffer. Join him, Ritika, and Antariksh as they talk about movies which have multiple plot lines that come together in the end. On Football Triple, Karthik Gaurav and Simram give their predictions for this year's round of 16 of the Champions League. On our Kannada podcast, Haleharata, space entrepreneur Narayan Prasad joins Pawan and Ganesh to shed life on SpaceX, to space tourism and satellite warfare. On Geekfruit, Tejas Dinkar and Jishnu talk about the announcement of the new Mortal Kombat animated movie. On Storytellers and Storysellers, Vineet is joined by the man who manages Bhuvan Bam, Rohit Raj and the head of TVF Play at The Viral Fever, Vinay Pillai, to talk about the growth of the online digital space. 
Thanks and keep listening.